everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're really excited today. We are switching over from Hallmark. We're talking about HBO Max today. And they're really strong four movies. Well, we're talking about three of them, but they've had four really strong Christmas movies. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch them, a lot of variety. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Natasha Alvar is here. Hi. How's it going? It's great. <laughs> it's going good. <laughs> yeah. You know, when we saw that they were going to be doing four Christmas movies on HBO Max, I was like, mm, I don't know. These are these going to be any good? And uh, they had, of course, Christmas Story Christmas that yeah. uh, that we already covered on Christmas Story episode with uh, Aaron Taylor. So you should check that out. We'll put that link in the description. And so that started things off on a great foot, in my opinion. I thought it was really solid. Uh, and then we had these, these uh, three movies come out Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, and I really enjoyed all three well the third one came out on the third i think second something like that anyway uh and i really enjoyed all of them so i'm gonna have a lot of fun talking about them but let's dive in yeah <laughs> were they surprising to you that they were all so um good? well i i remember last year we we did we do this last year we had a christmas movie thing and you recommended eight bit Christmas oh yeah so good yeah. yeah so like that kind of set the tone right because I was like okay if they can do that I think uh it's not it's not gonna be so bad right mm-hmm. um but I was kind of like you know because I think we were watching a whole bunch of Christmas movies leading up to it right, right. and then the first movie I was like <laughs> please be good <laughs> yeah. and once the first movie was really good then uh I was like yes I was invested yeah so that was yeah great. you're like I'm in yeah. Well, it's true. The first movie was really good. And I was scared in the preview. I think I might have given it a sock uh, because I was worried that about some things in the plot, but they I thought they they did a good job with it. And anyway, the summary is it's called Holiday Harmony. And it's called and it's the summary is a likable and talented underdog gets momentarily sidelined from chasing her musical dreams when her van breaks down in a welcoming small town just before Christmas. And this stars Annalise Sapero, Jeremy Sumter, and Brooke Shields in the movie. And and you've already said a little bit, but overall, what do you think about this? Oh, I loved it. I think out yeah. of the three, it's my favorite. Yeah, I'm so sad that I didn't write a review for it. Mm-hmm. Because now, if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it has one like Rotten review and one fresh. Mm-hmm. So I, I because on the site, we, we can only write reviews within the week. So I didn't manage to write a review for it. And I feel really sad because <laughs> I needed, <laughs> I should have gotten my fresh review <laughs> in there you know yeah but i oh, really, really for, for culture vultures you can you have to write it within the week yeah um within movies within the week of release so oh, that's if a bummer. It's, yeah so if it's beyond then i can't i can't write and yeah. are you only approved on culture vultures for rotten tomatoes or that is true that is true i'm not <laughs> that i i because now Cause i'll be uploading this this yeah, very thing yeah. i'm approved for yeah. hallmarkies podcast so <laughs> Yes, there'll be another positive coming up. 
That's great. That's great. Yeah. But it has like a 91% like audience yeah. score. So I think it's Good. doing well. <laughs> it's doing well on that front. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll boost it as much as I can. I promise y'all. Because this yes. was really good. I really liked it. And I was looking on Letterboxd and some of the critiques I do not think are fair. I really don't. I, I thought they had really strong chemistry. And the thing I was the most worried about this movie is I thought, oh, she's going to not do the iRadio thing because she's like committed to the kids that she's known for two weeks, you know? And it's like, oh no, but they didn't do that. They, she goes yeah. and she tries. And there was somebody on Letterboxd who was all saying like, oh, she gave up her dreams for a guy she barely met. I'm like, no, she didn't. She yeah. went, she tried it. It wasn't for her. She didn't like it. And so then she went and found a new way that she is going to play music going forward. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing about her character is that it was not really about the Hollywood thing, right? She just mm-hmm. loved singing and making music and connecting with people because mm-hmm. that was the only kind of connection she had that was like for most of her life. So I, I found it believable that she yeah. would go there and be like, you know, it, this isn't working for me. I mean, there's so many ways to make music now, you know, there's YouTube, yeah, especially yeah especially with TikTok and you know other there's lots of ways that people are getting their music out there and and uh and self-producing and finding like managers that are reasonable I mean the one part of me was thinking did IR radio actually read the script because they don't come off looking great Well, just I guess the the management, right? Those particular like people yeah. who was like doing things, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, and and if you would be pretty sloshed if you took a shot every time they say iHeartRadio. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank God I wasn't playing that. <laughs> game. Yeah. So she she gets uh, she's driving this old Volkswagen van that she's. Uh, added like a bed to it's like really a camper yeah uh and it breaks down it's gonna cost twenty six hundred dollars to repair and brooke shields plays like the tough mechanic who's has the dreamy son <laughs> yes oh god so good so good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah and i loved that i thought they had such good chemistry i was like living for her hair i thought her hair was so beautiful the whole movie and then when they put her at the iHeartRadio place they put her in like yeah straight hair I'm like yes. what are you doing because it looked beautiful I mean I have curly hair myself so whenever we get a curly hair representation I'm always happy yeah her hair she's was, beautiful she's oh, beautiful yeah absolutely beautiful and then yeah. when she sang poor wearfaring wearfaring stranger at the bar and she's like it's good enough for johnny cash it's good enough for me i was like oh her voice was beautiful i thought yes yes i think i think that's what added another layer to the movie like the singing was really good and mm-hmm. like you know when he looks at her when she sings mm-hmm. i'm like yeah i probably looking the same way <laughs> like the exact same <laughs> expression on my face yeah it's yeah. so yeah he was really good. He was like, yeah. I was invested. Swoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Oh my god. Like that scene where he where he cries um to his mom. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Like oh, and, yeah, uh, oh when yeah. he has to um when he makes that choice. Yeah. So 
his brother uh, was at a concert with him and uh, he kind of gave him his keys and said, go, because he wanted to stay a little bit longer. For a cold play. A cold play, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah and then right? his brother, uh, it was a fall asleep or anyway, he died in a car crash. And yeah. so he lives with all of this guilt of like the person that his brother could have been the, and if he had just gone with his brother and not just given him the keys, uh, he has all of this, this heavy guilt. And there's this studio in their house that he's left everything the same from when his yeah. brother, which I thought was all done really well, was moving. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's like really the performance like uh, that really kind of sells it. Like you feel his pain, mm-hmm. you feel um, his torment, you know, over um, I think pushing his brother down a career that he might not have wanted. Wanting that fame uh, and that Hollywood kind of life, right? So he felt that, you know, what, did he push his brother in a, in a direction that was not something that he wanted, right? You know, because uh, he said his brother was doing a lot of like work and very tired, you know, and then that kind of led to this moment, right? You know, so um, I can kind of understand why he goes on a social media cleanse. I think that's like the theme this season or something, social media, yeah, <laughs> no <true>. phones <laughs> or something like that. We yeah, know that cell yeah. phones are the thief of love. So it makes sense. <laughs> what I always say. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so I thought, uh, and I, I guess the way it unfolded, the way it was revealed to us and to mm-hmm. her as well. Um, uh, how do you feel about the, the I guess, the secondary love interest? Uh, not, she's not a love interest, I guess, the obstacle. Yeah, uh, well, first of all, he's me. like a total cinnamon roll guy. He's like very, very thoughtful. And in the, in the, in the, the first scene where they're at the bar, he like gives her his coat, his jacket and I don't know, just he's very, very tender, sweet. And so that's endearing to yeah. him. And uh, and then, yes, there's this other woman who is pining after him. Uh, I forget her name, but uh, is it Scarlet? Scarlet. Yeah. Uh, so she, uh, she wants him and uh, he... Uh, he's not really that interested but he hasn't ever really told her flat out no it seems like yeah um he's just kind of i think he thinks oh we're just friends or he just hasn't dealt with it as a situation yeah um and uh so yeah i don't know what did you think of her character um i guess she was just there for the conflict yeah like i don't think she had much of an arc uh I did feel sorry for her. I don't know. Like, I, I think I know what it's like to, like, pine after someone. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, have them, like, just completely ghost you, right? Like, they don't mm-hmm. see you in that way. It's heartbreaking. I don't know. Yeah. So Yeah, they could have had yeah. her be, like, the ice queen kind of a thing. Like, the, the wrong girl. But they didn't. I mean, and, like, he is partly a fault because he, I don't think, has ever told her, like, flat out no. Correct. Yeah. Not interested in you. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? 
If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Also have uh, her becoming the interim music teacher uh, in uh, at the school. And there's only five students. So I could understand why they're thinking of closing down the program. If there's really only five students, <laughs> I can understand that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, the, the, their kids were cute. Like the one kid that's like a rapper. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, and the Those one kid, two of them, like, right? the one kid that's like super shy. Oh, the, the, yeah, the singer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even, yeah. they don't, she doesn't even know that she's in the classroom at first. Yeah. and she thinks everybody's left and then just like super yeah. shy yeah oh girl that was cute yeah. so she's trying to teach them about like deep breathing and how to sing and everything and and uh it was it was cute yeah i think um if i had to like say basically to critique a section i think the kids part i think was the I, I guess out of the whole entire narrative right i think everything else was really strong i felt mm-hmm. like i guess maybe more kids i don't know i guess <laughs> the the five kids and i think one kid who can't sing <laughs> yeah at all and i'm like mm, you know um <laughs> i think that's like, also yeah. very covety i'm sure in the original edition of this script there was a bigger class with more people I think so uh, yeah. but you know it's particularly kids during covid you don't want them to get sick you don't they're more likely to get sick and you know, all that stuff so i i would bet money that it was originally planned to have a bigger class a bigger production a bigger uh, concert all of that but i'm guessing that 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 was the problem but yeah but yeah i i at least i'm glad that again that they had her actually go and full-on try out and do it uh and decide to come it wasn't a I'm, i hate in these kind of movies when you have somebody giving the presentation at the office and they're they like stop all of a sudden they're like I have to leave now. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> like they go to the recital or what? I hate that. It's so cringe. But they didn't do that here. They didn't. Uh, yeah. So that was good. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. I think she went. She she tried, and she saw that it's not her. And I think she realized. I think dreams can change along the way. Yeah. Like I think in life, you you don't you're not always going to be wanting the same things. So I think like, you know, being in this space with these people made her realize that she wanted something a yeah. bit different. Yeah, I agree. Well, so and she still good. wants to sing. She's just doing it in a different way. That's like more her and speaks to her as a person. So I don't yeah. think there's, there's anything wrong with that. They do have the scene where, so Scarlett comes over 
and makes pretends like she's nice and uh, they start putting up all the stuff from the brother uh in the studio and so then uh he comes in and he gets very upset about it yeah uh he's he's really mad yeah and uh, then uh the he starts to pretty quickly he starts to feel bad that he talks to his mom and he's like i feel bad that i got so upset and yeah. they have this cute uh apology with the kids apology song yeah. it was cute yeah yeah i think i think what i like is that he always apologizes yeah and pretty After, quick yeah and he he doesn't like you know just let it linger and doesn't say anything like uh, I think the when the first time he meets her, he's kind of judgmental. Yeah. And then after that, when he's driving her back, he's like, you know, I'm I'm sorry that I was like that. You <laughs> know, so I was just like, wow, that's yeah. nice <laughs> that yeah. you know you can have someone do that. Yeah. It's true. They in that sense, the relationship felt very real. That you know, people make mistakes, and you say you're sorry, and then you move on. And and uh, it was cute in front of the kids, and then they kiss in front of the kids. Yeah. Which was, uh, really cute. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, uh, and then we get this whole scene where they're making her, uh, her um, self tape basically for iHeartRadio, and yeah. that was fun. That was so dreamy. It really <laughs> that was. Scene, right? Yes, <laughs> and of course, it all culminates with our exciting nights <laughs> together. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't this movie was not afraid to bring the heat yes <laughs> it's not say. on hallmark anymore but right? <laughs> <laughs> well, all i was thinking about is how badly his hand must hurt from holding the camera <laughs> crouched down like this <laughs> i was just thinking like it would be really hard not only is that bed teeny tiny but like you only have maybe two feet of air two and a half uh in between in the top of the top of the van it's pretty cramped in there <laughs> I mean I think about these things I'm sorry I did not think about <laughs> I did not think about it maybe they weren't in like the van <laughs> they could have like you know I mean, they wake like, a whole up garage, in the van right? so it definitely happened there but it and then he finds there. yeah he finds her um her journal oh yes yeah and in there she's like writing and how rude for him to read her obvious personal journal but she does he does and uh she has these things about whether she should stay or whether she should go and he gets kind of huffy about that yeah i think because he realizes that um he doesn't want her to stay because of him right he doesn't right. want her to miss out on his her dream. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, there's nothing here for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so sad. I mean, he, he this man can cry. Like yeah. he cries like really well. Like in a way that you feel so sad yeah. for him, you know? Yeah. Well, and I have to say about the uh the steamy part, like he <laughs> kept giving her his jacket. And so then she's like, It's time we take off some jackets. So like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes, yeah. yes, screenwriter, very good. <laughs> good job. Uh, so we get this whole scene where Scarlett comes in, she apologizes, they kiss, and Gail, that's her name, Gail, overhears him 
and say, you've, you've always got a place in my heart. And yeah. the thing is, is that he's saying that as, but I don't want to you know, pursue you. I don't yeah. want to be with you, but she thinks, oh, he's with her. So she gets mad and uh, then they have a fight and she, and then she leaves uh, to go to iHeartRadio. And he says to his mom, I couldn't be the reason she stayed. I had to let her go, which is really corny, but great. Yeah. <laughs> he and Brooke Shields had a really good, like, mother-son yeah. energy, you know. It was so sweet. Oh, That's man. what I wrote. So sweet and endearing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so there's this other country music singer there at iHeartRadio. And they've, like, turned... <laughs> ridiculous they they've turned poor gail into this she's got like spikes on her jacket she her hair is smooth uh i don't know what she's singing up there and so she gets very upset and she goes into the bathroom and she's like crying and this famous singer person is says to her that uh the big question is do you want this and he says that's all i've ever wanted uh and but they want to change everything about her Mm. Um, uh, and they want to change her name. Yeah, yeah. That was... yeah. <laughs> I forget what the name was, but it wasn't Gail. Yeah. Because they say <laughs> Gail's like a wind, right? <laughs> Something. Yeah. I wrote down this is a weird ad for iHeartRadio. Kind of makes them look terrible. <laughs> yeah. So she calls Brooke Shields. And uh, it says, we're here for you. You have family. Uh, Harmony Springs is, is here for you. And, uh, and then this country singer person says, you've got to hang on tight to what makes you you. And mm. she agrees to help her get back to Harmony Springs, which is very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I think they, they played it off um, well in a sense that I think this person had a prior investment in her because she saw her 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 original song right and yeah. she was like she really enjoyed like her performance the singing right uh, maybe she has her own story maybe she saw something similar like yeah I mean I can believe it yeah you know? oh yeah. yeah and then uh the uh so she goes back and they helps the kids with the performance and then uh, Rosemary says, I haven't met one single human who hasn't loved you. Just very sweet. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I think it was Brooke Shields who says the whole love her, let her go thing doesn't work every time. Yeah. Which is yeah, good. It's nice. It's good. Yeah. And then he says, I took Parker, his brother from his dream. I couldn't do that to you. Yeah. So that's kind of where he's coming from, which makes sense. That's why these are well-written characters. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. says, I'm going to stick around, keep teaching if they'll have me. And the kids are like rapping and having fun. And Harmony Springs, of course, wins the contest. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> really believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. sure. Uh, but, uh, but then she sings and it goes viral, of course. And they get her vans all fixed up and ready to go. And then she also sets up the studio, Parker's studio, and uh, they're going to be together. And it's just really cute. So, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I definitely would watch it again. I 
I I don't know. I give it like like a four point two five. What would you give it? Yeah, I'm gonna add a four. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I I like you. I really really enjoyed it, and I definitely would watch it again. <laughs> I think even just for the singing, right? She yeah. sounds so good. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah, good singing and uh, good chemistry, and I mean, just what else could you want in a movie like this? Not much. I mean, it's yeah. not much changed. It's really good. Maybe yeah. make Scarlet a little bit more nuanced, but that I really I really enjoyed it. So I think most of our listeners would would uh, have a good time with it. So we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the good folks at Baker Publishing Group. They have a special deal right now. If you go to their website, bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash hallmarkies and enter code hallmarkies40, that you will get 40% off any of the books that we're talking about today. And today we are talking about sweet historical romances. This is the perfect book for the hearty in your life. If you have a fan of One Calls the Heart, they will love these books. First, let's start with Under the Starry Skies by Tracy Peterson. When an accident leaves Cassandra Barton incapacitated, she spends her time compiling a book of stories about the men working on the Santa Fe Railroad. But worry grows as revolutionaries set out to destroy the railroad. As danger intensifies, Cassie and her longtime friend Brandon must rely on their faith to overcome the obstacles that stand in the way. Next, A Model of Devotion by Mary Connolly. A brilliant engineer, Jilly Stiles, sets her focus on fulfilling her dream of building a mountaintop railroad and remaining independent. But when a cruel and powerful man goes to dangerous lengths to try to make Jilly his own, marrying her friend Nick may be the only way to save herself and her dreams. Next, A Daughter's Courage by Misty M. Beller. Charlotte Durand sets out on an expedition in search of a skilled artisan who can repair a treasured chalice, but her hike becomes much more daunting when a treacherous snowstorm sets in. When Damien Levette finds Charlotte stranded, they must work together to survive the peril of the mountains against all odds. A Gem of Truth by Kimberly Woodhouse, longing for a fresh start, Julia Schultz takes a job as a Harvey girl at the El Tovar Hotel, where she's challenged to be her true self. United by the discovery of a legendary treasure, Julia and master jeweler Christopher Miller find hope in each other. But when Julia's past catches up with her, will she lose everyone's trust? Then The Lady of Galway Manor by Jennifer Dybul. In 1920 Galloway, amid the Irish War of Independence, the daughter of a British landlord becomes an apprentice jeweler to the descendant of the creator of the famed Clotta Ring. As the two learn to work together and see each other in a new light, they start to uncover the true meaning of love, loyalty, and friendship. And finally, The Secrets of Emberwild by Stefania H. McGee. Nora Fenton inherits a struggling horse farm and a dangerous secret from her father, one that new horse trainer Silas Cavallaro threatens to uncover as he searches for the truth behind his own father's death. As the two grow closer over their shared passion for horses, the mysteries and dangers of the past loom closer than ever. So head over to bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash hallmarkies to pick up one of these great books and use code hallmarkies40 for 40% off these titles from November 14th to December 12th. That's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash hallmarkies and use code hallmarkies40 for 40% off. Talk about a Christmas mystery. And this uh, is 
when her best friend's dad is falsely accused of stealing the town's prized jingle bells, a young amateur sleuth and her friends must find the real thief before, before Christmas. And this stars Violet McGraw, Santino Bernard, and uh, uh, Eddie Cibrian uh, in it, uh, and Bo Bridges is in it. So great cast. And uh, overall, what do you think about this? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It's a cute yeah. movie. Yeah. It's so cute. I think that families will love this movie. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I it think... has a very Nancy Drew yeah. vibe. Yeah, love it. Yeah, and like it was nice too because it had character there's like boy characters and girl characters and like I just think the whole family, there's teenage characters, everybody could like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's In a family. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that I struggled with <laughs> is sometimes I get was a little bit confused of which child belonged to which adult. It was a little confusing sometimes to me. I'm like, oh, is that girl Eddie Cibrian's kid or the other person's kid? And oh, okay, I, I okay, felt like okay. I needed a one of those uh, flow charts to put it all together. <laughs> it like how I remembered it was like all the girls are <laughs> with Eddie, right? And then all the boys are with the bottoms. <laughs> right? <laughs> so there's but then there's the single mom as well who has kids, right? There's, there's Eddie Cibrian and then, yeah. so let's see here. Let me see if I can get this right. Um, there's a single mom. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's confusing. So there's, uh, okay. So you start out with the mystery of Jimmy Stubbins and the Golden Jingle Bells. I mean, you could make a claim that this movie is not that Christmassy, but the big way that they try to kind of make it Christmassy is the, this sort of legend of the Jingle Bells. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the, basically this legend, the drought had shut down the lumber mill. Everybody was sad. Jimmy finds the Golden Jingle Bells. And it becomes kind of the town's good luck charm. Yep. And they say there always there will always be non-believers, but don't let them rob you of your belief. Yeah. Very sweet. That's kind of sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there were some little uh, HBO Max uh, hints in here. Like, can we make popcorn and watch the Batman? Yeah, I wrote that down. I wrote that down. <laughs> I was like, wow, Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> smooth <laughs> is elf also their property because they, they mentioned elf as well yeah they did mention elf i yeah i don't know for sure on that one yeah but uh but uh basically eddie sibran is her dad the little girl's dad yeah and he's also right. sheriff yes and so then the bells are stolen mm-hmm. and everybody's all upset because and particularly the mayor who is Bo Bridges that he's going to be doing this whole big uh ceremony uh of the bells and if they're not found within like the weekend for the ceremony then everybody's gonna freak out yeah and then there's also this guy that works with Eddie Sibrian's character in the uh, in the jailhouse the The, deputy the deputy that's right that's the word yes yeah. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. and, and 
So then we have, there's this, uh, so, so there's this guy, George. Uh, so Eddie Sibrian talks to him and, uh, I think he is the boyfriend of this single mom person. Um, what is her name? I should find her name that do to do. Oh, is she? see no i guess or she's the ex-wife i think of <laughs> her name is margaret bottoms this <laughs> she's the mom she's the mom the mom yeah yeah but i don't of think the they're bottoms together. family they're 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 uh, they're separated aren't they and am i just insane i maybe i'm crazy i thought that she was single i thought <laughs> I thought they're there together because um <laughs> is it because like they she left them alone but they're living in the same house and everything they are I thought they yeah were... she comes back um, home she she makes the the dinner and then like she goes off for her shift yeah for some reason I am losing it I'm sorry um I was confused I thought that they were like boyfriend girlfriend but you're right they they have the same last name so anyway <laughs> excuse me i mean I it's been like, more which kids are belonging to which adults rachel you have watched 85 movies <laughs> there's probably a single I'm mom sorry. somewhere <laughs> somewhere there <laughs> so basically george has a previous arrest and yes, yes. Uh, so when the bells are stolen, they think that he did it because, uh, because of his previous arrest and, um, that he the is keys. the, the keys. Yeah. yeah the yeah. keys to the, the school, right. The, um, to the museum. Museum. Yeah. The museum. And then there's also Oscar Nunez character and he's like running the museum, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And they think he might be a suspect. Yeah. And he, uh, he's got all the money and, uh, what's he trying to do, but that kind of, that's a red herring because he's just giving it to the shelter or whatever. Yeah. Correct. And yeah, I was writing down, I'm like, I'm a little confused. Which kids belong to which adults? (laughs) 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 Uh, But, uh, so then you have the kids on the bike looking for clues. Like it had a very independent streak to it. I really enjoyed like all of these kids. I thought the lead girl was great. And it just it reminded you of uh, times when kids were a little, had a little more freedom to go out and yeah. just be by themselves and, yeah. and pursue their own things and own desires. Yeah. And that's always fun. And uh, then what did I mean there with O-N this one's sick oh Oscar Nunez okay yeah so they follow Oscar Nunez and uh, with him giving the money but that all doesn't go anywhere and they have three suspects the mayor Oscar Nunez and George Uh, and then they um, uh, there's also this teen boy and girl that yeah uh, start talking Harrison, is it mm-hmm. something? Yeah. yeah, and that the teen girl's mom died of cancer, 
Yeah. So then I figured out, oh, she's Eddie Supreme's daughter. Uh, and uh, <laughs> we think, oh, Oscar Nunez was at a casino. So he's like a suspect. But again, that doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, and sh- she wants to tell, she wants to, the teenager wants to talk to the mom and she says that she would just see her as just some dumb kid and wouldn't listen but then the girl sees white sneakers uh in the bag at the station so this starts her going yeah and uh, and this is when deputy terry becomes involved yeah yeah were you suspect of him in, in, initially yes yes because of the chocolate oh, tell <laughs> us the about candy, the, ch- the candy scene like uh when violet comes into into the police station and then she's always there right because her dad's the sheriff and she's always hanging around there and then mm-hmm. she comes in and she goes for the candy right and her father is like no <laughs> you know uh you know you got dinner and stuff right yeah uh, and um and deputy terry like sneaks her a piece of candy and i'm like Oh, this so that dude. was your big tip. Oh my <laughs> yeah, gosh. Yeah, I was like, not respecting boundaries, I think, of, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that kind of tipped me off. But I think he was a pretty good, they did a pretty good job with the red herrings. Yes, yes, yes. Like, yes. I didn't, I was surprised. I was like, oh, okay. Look at deputy. <laughs> uh, that was really surprising. So then there's like all of this thing. They find this map to the Department of Public Works in Terry's stuff, and they start to begin to su- suspect him. And uh, and then they go underground. And, uh, and I did thought it w- I thought it was funny when the um uh, when the the one brother is like um stay behind me and the girl's like that's sexist but we need to keep going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was cute it was funny oh uh, yeah. it was a well-written script they did a good job yeah i would watch like another movie yes. with violet and kenny they are so good mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man and then in the future like a rom-com <laughs> yeah i mean honestly i was thinking oh this thing's gonna be boring this is just not gonna it's gonna be for like kids and and whatever yeah but i enjoyed it way more than i expected even though i was confused about which kids went to which parents (laughs) 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 so they go back and forth back forth and terry says that uh he wanted to be a hero and find the bells because his dad is the mayor and always putting him down and everything and uh and then there's this big chase they end up putting Terry in the cage. George gets released. And that's when we find out that. Uh, so then Terry has this talk with his his dad, played by Bo Bridges. Uh, and that was sweet. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the teens get together at the end. Uh, and we get the ringing of the bells. It's back. Yeah. And uh, uh, so everybody's kind of made up at the end. Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, the, the guy playing Terry, right? He's really good at doing the switch. 
Yeah, you from was. like right from like good guy Terry to like suddenly like oh yes, <laughs> this, this you know the guy who planned this entire scheme right. So that was that was that was cool. But I was thinking that what is his play like at the end when the kids have discovered him already, he can't do anything. He's not gonna murder them, right? <laughs> I'm like you know he's chasing after them, and I'm like dude, like give it up. Like <laughs> what are you gonna do to them? Like you know. Yeah. yeah, I guess this guy that played Terry, Christoph uh, Sanders, I guess he was on Last Man Standing for 186 episodes, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's cute and kind of funny, yeah. I guess. He was good. Yeah. I, yeah. He was good because, yeah, you're right. Obviously, like, they're not going to have children in serious peril. In yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, they made it tense enough there was enough like running and and uh, and uh chases and and things like that to make it worth yeah. it and basically like his plan was to take the bells to the to the bell ringing ceremony and be like look i saved it i found them or whatever i think that was his plan and everybody would be like oh our hero we love you yeah but framing another man in, <laughs> in <Yeah>. the process <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> George. Uh, so this is a lot of fun. If if you like mysteries and uh and uh, like something like Harry the Spy, uh I think like I said this has something for everybody in the whole family. I'll definitely be doing this one of these days for family movie night because I think it's like a perfect film to watch with the family. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'd give a four, four to five. Yeah, actually now I'm kind of regretting. I think I, I should go higher on Holiday Harmony because I think this is about a four and I think Holiday Harmony is probably higher. At like well, you can change. Four, it's okay. 0. 0.25. 4.24, <laughs> 0.25. Okay, good. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies. This one is called A Hollywood Christmas, and this is a successful Christmas movie director begins living her own Christmas movie when a handsome network exec shows up threatening to halt production on her latest film. This is director Alex Ranavello and writer john ducey stars uh, jessica van josh swickard and anisa borrego so uh, this movie was such a pleasant surprise you know it's interesting because we already had lights camera christmas from hallmark channel so comparing it to this oof, i i think this one's a little bit better this one definitely like goes for the jokes like more, more yeah. than that one does like like I said in my review of Lights, Camera, Christmas, that like there were things they could have done to make it even funnier, like have it be in the summer, you know, and then be in like all the 
all the uh, the people in shorts and t-shirts except for the you know the main cast and the in the um coats and everything and this movie went for it it did that it, it and it was fun because i mean i just visited the warner brothers lot in august so it was fun oh. to see there's warner brothers tour to see this whole thing was filmed and done at warner brothers oh that's cool yeah 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 it was all done there and i don't know i just thought it was really funny and i loved i loved anisa borrego as rena I think that she like lives on the lot in this movie. She never <laughs> seems to. And I just thought she was so funny the whole time. She's like, it's just like a Christmas movie. No yeah. wonder you're not, <laughs> you got to fall in love now or whatever. And they, yeah. Uh, you're the, I thought she was, she was really good to me. Yeah. She's our Christmas movie Shilpa. Basically. Yes. She's like, guys, we're going to get there. Yeah, she was really cute. And like, whimsical you yeah. know and she had the whole christmas vibe going so i really enjoyed her character yeah, yeah she was she was very funny and it's it's very like meta and i do think you enjoy this movie more the more invested you are in these tv movies like a lot yes. of the jokes yes yes uh, i mean it starts out with this so it's this cupcake christmas uh, place and uh, this cupcake christmas movie and <laughs> And they've got all the men in suits, so we're evicting you. And she's like, at Christmas? Yes. <laughs> and the guy keeps sneezing, and they're like, what? Uh, it was it was funny. And turns out they're shutting down the Christmas division. So that's where you get this layers, because you have what's happening. You have a Christmas story of the bad men of business coming in, shutting down the Christmas movie at the same time that they're making a Christmas movie about the business shutting down the cupcake, you know, and, <laughs> And so that that's what made it funny is these like layers. Yeah. How the two kind of sync up. I thought it was really, really clever. Yeah. yeah and really yeah. smart. But I really like the support supporting characters. The actors I in, the, in the movie. Yeah, they so were good, too. good, right? Yeah, the actors were really funny. So you had Riley Dandy playing Ashley and Zach Steiner playing Michael. And Michael is like just this totally conceited movie star and he has this like evidently open marriage with his wife or or, or whatever or if or i can't remember if it was wife or fiance but anyway open relationship and uh and uh <laughs> and ashley uh, she's your lead that's always in an elf costume the whole yeah. <laughs> whenever we see her <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and i love the review right because i was wondering like how is she going to set with like a, a like a you know a tank top and shorts right, right. and then after that i see how they layer it on with the coat yes. it's so funny i was like oh yeah my God, that's instead of like a, a full turtleneck you have like one of those uh those half you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah and and like the, the 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 tuxedo and stuff is uh the shirt is like open on the sides <laughs> Yeah, it was so funny. And the, yeah. and the guy comes out and he's like, I love your part on Euphoria. Uh, don't let a, a, a fragile male ego rob you of an incredible performance. <laughs> um, it was really good. Uh, the actors and, uh, really sold it, right? Like they were so like convincing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, because it's like there's the acting in the movie and then but they are also like reflecting their own like uh characters yeah uh, and like i said and everything 
Yeah. And like I said, Rena was really funny. He's, she says her perfectionism gets in the way and yeah. they're all like, Oh, Ooh, somebody actually said it. And then, and then uh, he says, well, what? It, Cause she's trying to get him to go. She's trying to get her to go to this dinner with, yeah. uh, with this guy and this coming in to try to fix it. And, and he says, well, what if I murder him at dinner? Then you'd be making one of the network's thrillers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and then when they're eating dinner they have the fireplace radio yes (laughs) i just laughed at that i was like oh that's funny yeah Yeah, because they eat dinner on set and uh, (laughs) and they they have not only the, the the lights for the fireplace but they have like uh the like spotify fireplace sounds up yeah i didn't even it didn't even occur to me like if this is july <laughs> this is summer why would there be a fireplace i'm like so attuned right to these christmas movies yeah. that i'm just like yeah that's normal <laughs> so that's really funny yeah that was really funny yeah, yeah. and uh he's he's like well this budget for this movie is very confusing and and then she finds out that he went to princeton and i again another funny joke from rena when she's like he's a prince this is a royal <laughs> it's a double right it's a double you get a prince prince. it's a double whammy yeah (laughs) oh you have all of these uh things with the dog where they're looking for the dog and that was another chance to show off the warner brothers lot it was fun like racing all over and and have have you seen uh the and he has this special dog whistle that he does (laughs) (laughs) the heart of my and she says that uh uh, they have this whole conversation about if uh, if if that's all it took, then Die Hard would be a Christmas movie, and uh, he says that is literally the best Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you agree? Where do you stand on Die Hard? Christmas movie or not Christmas movie? Um, <laughs> um it depends on what your. I mean, I mean you a, you personally. I me with your definition. What do you say? <laughs> sure <laughs> i say yes any movie that has ho 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 you know the rest <laughs> counts as a christmas well, movie. i mean i mean yeah he's trying to take down as an antagonist he's trying to save yeah. christmas or save things yeah 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 it is it is yeah i say why not if it gives you joy during the christmas season then go for it who cares yeah. anyway so then they have this whole idea of like making keto cupcakes in the um in the movie uh as like again we're talking layers here because the keto cupcakes aren't like true christmas cupcakes and so it's not working within the story but it's also like them making her use keto cupcakes is also ruining her story so there's like again two layers you got the movie not working you've got her movie life not working yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's why rena is very concerned about this yeah Uh, (laughs) and then when his so we think it's her his fiance shows up and she's like oh this is perfect the snobby fiance shows up in the movie (laughs) played by missy pyle and she was hilarious she did a great job yeah she was so funny she's always good yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and then ashley she, she was so funny uh, she was like do you want me to cry in command 
when I hang the ornament, I can cry on command. Yeah, and she looked like she could. <laughs> she yeah, she could. could. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, she was really good. Yes, and uh, and then uh, <laughs> and she's talking, and she says, "I don't have a storyline. This is my life, and it's falling apart." <laughs> Uh, I'll we get Michael saying showmances don't count as cheating (laughs) (laughs) and I'm sure people that are actually in this movie in these movies are like oh there's no showmances there's almost never happened yeah but it's funny (laughs) (laughs) Uh so Christopher's told that he has to shut them down and says it's not too late to change them with cupcakes made with love and uh, so then there's this whole like montage of them making their cupcakes and um then they get and and them trying to figure everything out that they can maybe get the church to help them his nephew and his nephew's friends and uh, but then they it's not they think it's not going to work um, but Ashley uses her 400k followers and, uh, and the, but then the paperwork didn't go through with the church. How can I get the network to reconsider Christmas movies if this looks like a joke? And she's like, I ruined Christmas. <laughs> I, I was thinking that maybe she shouldn't have gotten the $800 costume. I think that may have helped. Oh, that tipping point. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Rena was like, we need to follow the formula. You need to confront your character flaw. Uh, <laughs> because her character flaw is not doing things with enough heart, I guess. It's just kind of going through the motions. And she says, it's about love. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. And they have statues as children. That was really funny. <laughs> Because they do that, you know they do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so she fun. goes. She goes to talk to Teresa, which is the ex-wife Missy Pyle character. Is there something in your life that made you hate Christmas? <laughs> uh, it was taken away from you, but I can give it back to you. Yeah. So then they decide to make her the singer for the town, and that yeah. warms her over. And they decide to give the budget and everything. Logic doesn't save Christmas. Love saves Christmas. <laughs> so good. So funny. So good. Yeah. So then, yeah, Teresa changes her mind about Christmas movies. Says, this is where I want to plant my flag. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they find out, oh, it's not actually, Teresa is not actually his wife. Uh, then, and Rena is like, that's a classic mis- romantic misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that basically there had to be some kind of like text typo or something because there yeah. like there was no way right like they couldn't like they can't like magic away a wife <laughs> like right. that, that's like <laughs> not great yeah he met his work wife when he said that which is ridiculous yeah. <laughs> but that's all part of the fun it's, it's the part of it makes it funny but it's uh I guess you can't contain the Christmas magic because it starts snowing in Los Angeles for real yeah uh so this was really enjoyable i you know it's interesting because like i said it was very similar to lights camera christmas which i really enjoyed as well and i think i gave that a 4.5 
So I think I have to give this also a 4.5. I think it's at least as good, if not better. Yeah. I, I I really laughed a lot. And uh, and so (laughs) I don't know. I'd give it a high score. I think it's really funny. I think it's really funny. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if they had a similar kind of conversation maybe like Warner Brothers is like you know do we want to really invest in Christmas movies yeah then, you know like Hallmark and like you know Lifetime have such a right hold yeah. on them right you know and I don't know it just it's so funny that they're like here you go <laughs> it's a Christmas movie you know so <laughs> I would yeah. love to hear the backstory on maybe I'll have to have the writer on one of these days I'd like to have Reena on too because she was great it was very yeah. funny Really funny. No. what would you give it uh i think it's on oh god <laughs> i have to keep changing up my score <laughs> so okay I'll, I'll put a christmas mystery at four uh this one at 4.25 and then holiday harmony i guess i'll move it up to like a 4.5 <laughs> oh, okay, okay. yeah yeah that Good. is the one that i enjoyed the most out of all the three they're so different it's really hard to compare the three they're very very different but I thought they were all really good and uh, and so yeah there we go that's the three movies so let us know what you think of these movies we'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on twitter and Natasha where can people find you uh you can find me on twitter uh at lit my soul uh you can also read my stuff on culturedvouchers.com we do film uh unfortunately <laughs> my review of holiday harmony is not on there but uh <laughs> i do i i do review christmas stuff so you can check that out and we do like um games wrestling tv books and lots of good stuff so check yeah. this out yeah yeah, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Don't look at our Facebook because we have no access to it right now. So if anybody can help us out with that, we sure appreciate it. But uh, but all the other social media you can find us at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast. And then if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is really fun. We have watch alongs and we have weekly AFI passions reviews uh, for the, for the patrons, a lot of fun stuff. So check it out. I think you'd really be glad you did. And then we have our merch store. We can get all kinds of fun uh, Hallmark uh, inspired and holiday inspired designs and uh, perfect for your Christmas shopping this season. So thanks so much for taking a look at that. And thank you, Natasha. And uh, Merry Christmas, everybody.